I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Tina where she's going to share how to create DIY WordPress sites for newbie online entrepreneurs. Hey Tina, how are you? Hey Debbie, I'm great. How are you? I am awesome. So before we get to your awesome tips and tricks, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yeah, absolutely. So I live an offbeat life because I want freedom to be able to travel and enjoy family time and enjoy where I live. I think that is the most important. I don't want to be, you know, tied down and just want to enjoy a little bit of life. <laughs> like we all want, right? We all right? want that freedom. That's so nice. <laughs> So for somebody who is just starting out and they have decided on an online business, and of course, one of the most important things that we all need is a website. How can somebody actually create their own WordPress site? Because it seems so difficult. You see all of these beautiful sites out there, but it just seems really overwhelming. How can somebody do that right from the start? Yeah, absolutely. That's one of my favorite questions. And I always tell people that, A, I have been on every platform. So I have done all the platforms because I wanted to test them out. And I wanted to become an expert in website design. Especially as a new entrepreneur, you probably don't have a lot of cash flow to be able to hire a designer. Designers can range from $1,000 plus. And I think for someone just starting out, that's super tough. And I found there was a gap in the market for so many women who, and so many entrepreneurs in general, who just want to learn the back end of their business. And so I actually created a done for you website course. So it's self-paced. You can learn WordPress in and out. And I basically walk you through it that in pretty much seven days, you could have a full functioning website done from scratch and you will learn everything. And it doesn't make WordPress scary. WordPress is one of the most amazing platforms. I think about 38% of the internet's websites are built on WordPress. It's an original blogging platform and it's actually made in such an easy way that I mean, it looks intimidating, but once you're in it, it's actually very simple. And it's very similar to a lot of the drag and drop builder website platforms that are out there. So it's something that I recommend. And it's something that I tell everyone you should learn because when you learn one of the hardest things that you think are hard, everything else is really easy. So I built that for entrepreneurs who don't want to spend the big bucks. They want to spend just enough, but also have that one-on-one support that you would maybe get with a designer. So I think the course, or even, you know what, if you just want to dive into it yourself, there are so many tutorials out there, but obviously those you need to YouTube and find and find the best ones. So yeah, that's uh, that would be my recommendation. 
<laughs> well, when we take a look at or when we first start a website, one of the first things that we always start to do is look at templates or maybe even other websites that we really admire. How can we actually make those come to life? Because there's templates that look really great. And then when you start digging into it, it doesn't look like it. And you're like, how on earth do I make this look like the original or even similar to it? And for someone who's not as tech savvy, that can be really disheartening and unmotivating as well, because it just seems so much and overwhelming. So essentially, I always say building from scratch is probably one of my favorites. I have myself purchased templates and I have used templates, but I find we grow out of them quite quickly. Because as we mentioned, you know, in the previous episode, it's just, we find our niche, but it also takes a little, a little while sometimes to figure out exactly what we want to do. And I find that's with your website too. It's, you know, you see a beautiful template and you're like, I want this, I'm going to spend X amount on it. And I'm just going to put it in there, get it going. And sometimes, you know, you spend hours on it, just putting it together. And then the next thing you know, you are growing out of it because your business has just changed. And it's very difficult to change a template because a template in a sense is what you see is what you get. So my recommendation is to always start off building from scratch. And to do that is to find inspiration. And I say, take out the pen and paper and start envisioning what you want your website to look like. You are not reinventing the wheel. And this is what I have to tell everyone is you're not reinventing it. You are not going to come up with a website that no one else in this world has created. And that's completely okay. And you are allowed to, you know, take different ideas and other inspirations from other platforms and to be able to, you know, take a header from here and some boxes from here and design it yourself and be able to create something that you love. So my recommendation is to be able to find that inspiration within. So do you have any recommendations for some of the best resources that you have used to kind of make websites beautiful? Because there are plugins or even places like Canva or Photoshop that really helps you create that beautiful design. Can you tell us what you have used to help you out throughout the process? Yeah, absolutely. So I obviously work in Adobe Illustrator and That is a design platform, but of course, if you're not a designer, I highly recommend going into Canva and you can actually build a mock-up website in there if you want to be able to drag and drop a few colors, be able to drag and drop boxes, visualize what you want. I also use Adobe XD. So if there are any designers listening, Adobe XD is the coolest platform because this is where you can actually build mock-up templates for a website. So we call them wireframes. So you can build a wireframe for for a website. If you were building an app, you could actually build it in here, which is super cool. So you can essentially just see what it would look like, not online. So it's actually a very cool platform for any designers or anyone who wants to invest in Adobe products. I think that's super cool, but Canva would be my second option if you are not a designer and maybe you just want to enjoy doodling, so to speak, Mm -hmm. right? Canva would be the 
second place I would send someone to be able to, you know, create mood boards and just envision what fonts look like together and put photos together, put in some IG stories. Like you can do everything and anything on Canva. And I think it's always great to play around, especially in the beginning when you might be unsure of what you're looking for. Do you need to learn how to code to build a website? Absolutely not. That is the most amazing thing about WordPress is everyone is so fearful and they're like, I can't code. I'm not a developer. And I say, you don't have to be. So for example, the top three, I think website builders right now are Wix, Squarespace and WordPress, right? Those are the ones that I see constantly. Wix is very easy drag and drop, of course, but it's something I don't recommend because As a designer now, I can see a Wix website from a mile away. Um, Mm -hmm. They are very generic. All the templates sort of look the same. And the, you know, the whole layout itself is the same. Squarespace is the newer drag and drop builder. Also very modern and sleek. But what people don't know is when they see very intricate Squarespace websites, they're partially coded as well because Squarespace has that ability. So that is one thing to keep in mind. But WordPress, you can do both. So you can have a drag and drop builder, which is what I build in with Elementor for a lot of my students who are building their new websites. Um, We use Elementor. It's free to use. And at the end of the day, your costs with WordPress will actually be less than if you went with Wix or Squarespace. And the cool thing about WordPress is say down the road, you know, five years from now, you've been building it yourself. You now understand WordPress and you understand all the plugins and all the jargon and everything like that. Now you are rolling in the dough because you're making awesome money as an entrepreneur and you want to hire and you want to create your own built from scratch template. You can hire a developer to create your own template, your own template that you can modify yourself. Um, You can use a drag and drop builder. Like it is the coolest thing what you can do with WordPress. And it's something you do not have to move over. So for example, if you started in Wix and you want to move to WordPress in a year, you actually have to start from scratch because Wix and Squarespace are owned. That platform owns them. Whereas with Mm. WordPress, you own your own website. All you pay for is essentially hosting. And hosting is the best way I can describe it is rent for your, like a home for your website, right? You're renting a space to just keep your website sitting. So that is the easiest way I hope I can (laughs) um, (laughs) describe it, right? So that's, um, you do not need coding. You can code, but you don't need it to build a beautiful website. Yeah, that's a really great thing you just pointed out is that you own that website. And I'm always weary when other platforms own something. So I'm like, no, I want to own my own thing, especially when you build it up for so long and you have a whole community there. It's so hard to take that and put that somewhere else. So that's such a great tip there and so important. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else that you feel like our listeners need to know in order for them to build their own DIY WordPress site? I would say that a lot of people would ask probably, should I DIY or should I pay someone, even if they pay someone a couple hundred dollars, right? I always recommend is learn it yourself because as an entrepreneur, you need to know the back end of your business. And if you don't understand the back end of your business, someone down the line will take advantage of that. And they will, you know, maybe you'll be paying for a website that's going to cost you now 6,000 when it could cost you 2,000 
or something like that, right? I think it's super important to do things yourself in the beginning. They won't be perfect, but having something online that you created, that you designed, it just feels so empowering and so amazing. And it gets your creative juices flowing and it makes you think about where things need to be, what you want to continue creating. And a few of my WordPress students, they feel like that. I have an event planner who just created the most beautiful website. And she's like, I, she's like, I couldn't get away from my computer for the last couple of days. She's just, <laughs> you know, so into creating and now she's so proud of it. And that makes me so happy because I'm like, she just took nothing on WordPress. She had no idea how to use it. And next thing you know, she just built this gorgeous page and I was helping her with something because we went on a one-on-one call. I was like, Hey, how did you do this? You know? And it's just, it's such a cool thing when they're learning and they find new ways to maneuver things and manipulate them. And I think that's empowering because now she's like, I know exactly what to do. And down the road, she's like, I can hire what I need. Right. And know that I don't need to spend six, 7,000 because I already know the basics. And I think that is the most important thing is learning all the platforms and learning what you can to really be successful in your business. Yeah, that's such a great reminder because like you said, it's it takes I know it takes a while to learn something, but it really serves you something greater in the long run. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Tina, for being here with us. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at Tina Patricia Tech, or they can head to my website and check out all the freebies, Facebook groups, courses, anything like that, that they want to learn about WordPress at www.tinapatricia.com. Perfect. Thank you so much, Tina. I really appreciate you giving us all of this awesome info. Thanks, Debbie. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Tina. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she's able to teach women to learn online skills to start their own businesses. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.